0: This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check, it out. Pew, pew, pew. And just like that. Yes, sir. Week 10 is in the books. I am your host, Dub C. Your host is with the mostest. Here with Cody the Goldie on a fantastic Tuesday following a fantastic Monday night football game. Well, it right, depends on how you look at it. Um <laughs> expecting but uh yeah man you ready to get into this yeah absolutely what's up brother how you been doing
1: good man good can't complain fantasy Uh, fantasy season's going good I mean out of five leagues you're bound to have one that just ends up not doing great but (laughs) yeah (laughs) for the majority it's it's going pretty well
0: are you looking for playoffs are you in the playoffs for most of your leagues yet or are you heading uh, that way? Most most of my leagues are all pretty competitive, to be
1: honest. Like, I'm looking good. I think I'm going to be heading towards playoffs in, like, three of the five. But uh, the, the other two are probably not looking that great. <laughs> but all my leagues are actually, like, really competitive this year. It's, I don't have any leagues where I'm, like, just running away.
0: I never really have any leagues where I'm just absolutely running away. You know what I'm saying? I know how that feels, man. Like, I want that so bad. I just want a, an easy-ass season where I can just draft perfect. And just had the perfect team, the perfect lineup, and they just blow people out every week. And I just walked to the championship. <laughs> I'm tired of all these close games, bro. Oh man, actually, I actually had yeah, um... absolutely.
1: And it's it's just like uh, like show me this past week, our league, man. I had there was like four or five of us that were all tied at five and four. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I went blocks. from seventh to fourth place just in a matter of a week. Like,
0: yeah, man. How many more weeks do we have before the playoffs start? What three?
1: uh playoffs are um 17 16 15 right
0: i think so yeah because we have an extra week this week or this season yeah. 15 uh, 16
1: 17 so ooh, we got a uh, 11 12 13 14, 5 more
0: matchups oh people you can still sneak in the playoffs don't give up don't give up it's still hope um this is because this season is just it's been up and down. Like there hasn't been many consistent players. Period. I'm just like, eh. I mean, outside of your Cooper Cups, Debo Samuels, that's like it. Yeah, man. Actually, you, Kelsey. And who was expecting? because no, Travis Kelsey been up and down. But who was expecting? You know, those guys to be the consistent ones? Because we were like, all yeah. right, well, we know Cooper Cups gonna be good, but damn. And then right. Hunter Renfro. Like Hunter Renfro is a top uh, consistent receiver. He's like the perfect right. receiver too, bro. And I'm like, oh. yeah. I like I had a team, <laughs> I had an eight man where I had drafted.
1: I well actually I, I'm in two eight mans this year and those are actually my two leagues that actually ended up going downhill, but that my two both my eight mans I had the same strategy for drafting and I went and I took Stefan Diggs. Okay. And then I came around and got a running back. And then I came around and get Darren Waller round 3. Oh. So I had my a wide receiver one, a running back one and a tight end one to build off of. And then I ended up getting Cup in one of those leagues, like later rounds. And I
0: ended up being able to just trade Stefan Diggs because I didn't, Cup became my wide receiver one. I was easily, like, all right. Easily. I saw a stat this morning and it was like no other players been able to put up this many fantasy points in the first 10 games since one of my favorite receivers, man, Randy Moss. Cooper Cup is putting up Randy Moss numbers. Say that yeah. again cooper cup but you know it is taking him more receptions and everything else you know randy moss was just a different animal but still to say that his stats lined up in the first 10 games with randy moss like wow isn't that crazy It's us i mean he's having a historical year man it's absolutely nuts i mean
1: to see his i mean i think this past week he was like 90 his vegas over under yards was like 97 mm-hmm. and if that's you know what i'm saying that's that's ridiculous to just ex- be able to expect him to go out there and put up a hundred
0: yard game almost every week. Like that's, man. that's it. a lot, man. The hell yeah, that is. Yeah, I love it. I mean, if I had Cooper cup, I don't have any series of Cooper cup, man. And it bothers me. I wanted them in coming into the season, but everybody else was like, no, we're going to get them too. Huh? And good luck trying to trade for the man. <laughs> it's <wrap>. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, absolutely. So let's stick to that same topic, man. Uh, I wanted to get into something about that same game. Um, and we got to see the Rams' newest players hit the field. And that was my boy, Von Von Milicek from Denver, now with the Rams. And another receiver that I really like, uh, who's not afraid to be himself, Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr. And so he only had, Odell only had, what, two receptions for, like, i think it was maybe 20 some yards it wasn't anything special i wasn't expecting anything special i don't know why other people were because he only had one practice with the rams before they went into the game so you know that's not enough time to learn anything or to develop any kind of rapport with your quarterback so um but what i really was interested in cody was watching van jefferson last night in that receiver two row he did not look good at all man um there was a touchdown where he could have got his feet in balance and he didn't even catch the ball. And I was like, Oh, that's a touchdown. with Odell Beckham, man. So um, what do you think? Yeah, I seen that one, that one with Bond. Uh,
1: I mean, they tried to act like he had some knee issues coming into the game. Um, This whole Rams game, I think with, I think these guys were really thrown off, man. Um, You know, normally Saturday is a day when we don't, we're not supposed to get news on Saturday, especially like injury news. Mm -hmm. And to see Robert Woods pop up with the torn ACL on a Saturday, that was um, definitely surprising for a lot of people. And I think the Rams were probably even a little shocked because from what I hear, he took the hit that tore his ACL in practice Friday and he got up and walked out the field, went through practice just fine and come back and realized, yo, I got a torn ACL. (laughs) After practice. So, why are y'all hitting before game? Why are y'all um,
0: tackling?
1: <laughs> so, I imagine that threw him through a little bit of a loop. And then uh-huh. you could see the tempo in the game. I mean, not being able to keep their defense out the field in the beginning of the game and having to call, get constantly get back into the huddle because you got to inform Odell what's going on because he's just getting there mm-hmm. and not being able to run that fast up tempo offense like McVeigh always wants to do. It was, um, yeah, I mean, just everything wasn't going their way. Yeah,
0: it's and, you know, it's football. That happens sometimes. But uh, so looking at this stat line, Cody, Van Jefferson had seven targets. He only caught three of them. And like I said, one of those targets was a beautiful ball yeah, thrown by Matt Stafford. should have been a touchdown easily. Yeah. And he didn't get his feet in balance. So what I'm saying is, and obviously every week is not going to be this kind of week where they're playing from behind. But – Even if we see, let's see, Odell already had three targets in his first game. But if he starts getting those looks that Van Jefferson was getting, we're looking at five to six targets a game and a few in the end zone because everybody's going to be keying in on Cooper Cup, who's the obviously number one receiver. We're talking about Odell Beckham being a receiver too in this offense, man. I don't know. I think it's going to be sexy.
1: Yeah, I thought, I think so. I thought that's pretty much when uh, Odell signed originally, even before Woods got taken out for the year. Mm hmm. My expectation was for them to put Odell, like maybe not this week, being on, you know, a short week, him just getting there. But in the next game or two, I was expecting Odell to end up being their X guy and kick Robert Woods over to more like the Z role Mm -hmm. over on the left side. And Cooper Cup can still have his do his thing out of the slot. Um, But now, I mean, it shakes things up a little bit with Robert Woods
0: going out. But still, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, even when Robert Woods is healthy, I thought Odell was going to be their ex. I tell you what, man, for playoffs, that's somebody you definitely want to be looking at. If you could get him is uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, I mean, can I, uh,
1: I got to. I, I absolutely have to share um, this little Detroit local thing. That's kind of going on here that kind of got involved with this game. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, hit us with it. What's going on? So, um, back in Detroit uh, and when uh, the Pistons were announced to get into the lottery mm-hmm. they the, we our local news like sports radio we have like one it's called 971 the ticket and okay these guys are, it's like the only real like sports like channel on the radio in the local area in Detroit you know what I'm saying they're huge it's everybody listens to them that listens to like sports and stuff like that. Well, when the Pistons got announced for the lottery, it was six teams, the Rockets, Magic, Thunder, Timberwolves, Warriors, Pistons. Okay. Um, oh, and Cavaliers, seven teams. So out of those seven teams, the they, they we went and put the six other teams besides the Pistons on what they call the Desk of Doom. And they just put all the logos of the other teams on this desk that wasn't occupied by anybody working in the building for like so long. Okay. Well, the Pistons ended up winning the lottery after they did this it was crazy everybody was joking around about it and they're like we got it we can't abuse this power like we only, we only can only use this for certain times well three weeks ago when the lions were going to play the rams in la the rams got put on the desk of doom and now they had the bad game against the lions and they're owing two after that That's oh true. no I got, I got it all up on my twitter it's just hilarious i had to retweet these things and. Wow, <laughs> the storyline is just absolutely hilarious these lions want that the better pick they when they heard they traded for von miller
0: they were like no we got to do something about this what <laughs> dang man so this is legit okay now i need to go check out your twitter i didn't see this okay well maybe yeah. you guys can use it i don't know so okay this is the second time and it's already legit huh
1: yeah i mean it's it seems to be a thing
0: <laughs> wow Wow, wow, wow. So, okay, you ready to um, hit on some of my suckers of the week? The players that yeah, cost absolutely. you big time this week, man. Oh, my gosh, I can't get in. Like, this dude, I honestly, I don't care how healthy he is coming this season. I don't know if I'll ever draft this guy again, brother. And that i is, is, I'm, I'm done with him. AJ Brown, dude, he disappears every other game. And this game was just yeah. ridiculous. I don't know if he got hurt or what. I ain't even too much look into it. But uh, Cody, man, he's supposed to be our receiver one. And let me see. Yeah, had- I know <laughs> it, it,
1: this year was supposed to be his
0: like everyone thought he was going to just go off this year. Yeah. And, and no dice, man. One reception, 16 yards off of four targets. What is that yeah, in a rush for seven yards, you know, and I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, he's a beast. Don't get me wrong, but come on. You supposed to be a receiver one. You at least put up a fight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. How about my guy Marcus
0: Johnson? I'm looking at that. Five receptions for 100 yards, man. Where does that
1: come? And from? he did. He, and he almost had 100 yards on uh, special teams. Did training, he really? Turning the ball. Did he come from uh, University of Michigan or something? I, I honestly had no idea who the guy was until I heard his name over the broadcast this week. Oh. <laughs> he, but he, <laughs> he was ripping my Saints up, man. I, I, yeah,
0: I got to give it to him. Where did he come from, man? And I mean, so it's not like we could trust him going into the next week. That's my problem. It's like.
1: I know. <laughs> um, but your deeper leagues. I mean, with Julio out, no, I doesn't look like he's going to be back for another Gamers 2.
0: He's on um, IR now. You never know. I've... Uh, you don't know, man, and that's what I don't like about this Titans offense because you don't even know what AJ Brown apparently. So, because remember, for a while they were looking at um, once AJ Brown was missing and Julio Jones were gone, they were looking at uh, who was it? Westbrook.
1: Yeah, uh, Westbrook. Kenny was there for a second. Um. Yeah. Somebody's got to get the ball in their hands because no Derrick Henry. Um, this Titans team they they got a two game lead and above everybody in the NFL, the hottest team right now. So. Oh, they're gonna to, they're gonna look to keep that thing going
0: and Daniel's uh, gonna have to spread that rock around. I agree indeed. I agree indeed. Um, so I mean what happened to the rookie uh Fitzpatrick? They just drafted him. Is he not he's not right. panning out?
1: Uh right, man. Yeah, didn't they have isn't this where McMath went as well?
0: hmm I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't know. <laughs> and then we that's get random mass. Oh, breaks.
1: Des Fitzpatrick, he's down there. He had one reception for zero. Yeah, that's, yards. All,
0: that's, not, that's it. That's what is that? <laughs> yeah, we get Marcus Johnson on the board before he get do Patrick. Is he not? I don't know. Is he not shaping up what is going on? Yeah, man?
1: it must not. Akeem Butler
0: 2.0. Oh Lord, don't, don't put that on him yet. Oh not, man. Because that was a headache as well in the fantasy community. I never, I, I never dealt with a Butler, uh, fortunately enough. So um, and I have one last person to add on to this list, and then uh obviously there's a few quarterbacks that threw up some major duds this week. But the last receiver is my dude. I'm going to Denver because this is the second week in a row, man. He's put up does, and it's not looking too good. And I try to tell people, I was like, Jerry going to be the receiver to have. But no, everybody's like Cortland Sutton, and Cortland Sutton is letting you guys down, man. I don't know what's going on. Teddy didn't look too hot, but Cortland Sutton couldn't get open to save his life this past weekend. So.
1: It certainly was not Cord's land. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good one I like that um so moving into our quarterbacks that had terrible weeks we had Russell Wilson rough first day back at work uh he played like complete and utter garbage but then on the other side of the ball Aaron Rodgers didn't do any better he played like trash too and it was a tough game to watch it was and I wasn't nobody was expecting that you know I was gonna see some fireworks but negative
1: you know um, it was even
0: worse well I well I got a feeling I think I know what you're gonna say well what
1: Matthew Ryan this week man oh my gosh this man put him on ice
0: put him on ice. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that was
1: now that was rough to watch I, I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore I'm like get this game off of my tv
0: man and it didn't it didn't get any better and I think they'll end up losing a, a player in that game I think I had it somewhere in my notes one of their players went down an injury yes Cordell Patterson it was Cordell Patterson and he uh so now we're looking at Wayne Gallman. Uh, and now yes. I don't want to get into the waiver wires, but uh, yeah. So actually, you know, uh, ugh, just nasty, nasty, mm-hmm. nasty. <laughs> um, Jared Goff looked horrible again. We're not that.
1: Even had an extra quarter of football to play, a whole, a whole <laughs> one. They, went, they tied the game, and he still couldn't get to 150 yards.
0: I will say, man, I like how uh, your defense is shaping up. Man, they might be a scary defense coming in the next year if they can get somebody to move the ball for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I can say that for sure. Uh, I mean, are you talking about New Orleans, right?
0: Uh, no, not New Orleans, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of, I'm actually thinking of the Lions.
1: Oh, geez. Uh I mean, that team needs a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> that team needs a whole
0: lot. <laughs> He's trying to be nice. Um, Ramadre Stevenson made a showing with, uh, obviously they were down to no running backs again. Damian, uh, who am I thinking of? They're starting running back. Oh my gosh, help me out Cody. What team? Uh, Patriots, oh, Ramondre Stevenson. Well, no, Ramondre, oh, Damian yeah. Harris went down. Yes, Damian Harrison was out, and Ramondre Stevenson was a pickup, and he did not let us down this past weekend. Put up a whopping 22 points, big baby numbers, but uh, yeah, yeah
1: and up. the guy, I mean. This guy's got the size. When he hits a hole, it almost reminds you of like Legarrette Blount in a way. But then he, mm-hmm. you see him run a route, and he's got these hands, and you're like, it doesn't make a hole. It doesn't compute really. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> what? It, he's got these hands, and he can make he, he's his feet can make a guy miss too in the open field. And I'm like, well, they might have something here for real, man.
0: Of course they do.
1: It's the Patriots. What do you mean? Yeah. And then you got to add in McCorkle over here. It just, just slinging it around man three touchdowns this week yeah the patriots are back dude you say McCorkle yeah that's his real name is he really yes McCorkle Jones is it really I never knew that (laughs) McCorkle
0: you spell that like what what M-A-C-O-R-K-L-E wow so we have I can't, dang it. I can't think of Julio Jones's real name because that threw me for a complete loop too. Isn't it like Quintarius yeah, or Quintarius or something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I found out, I was like, "What? Where did Julio come from?" And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And now we got McCorkle. I never knew that, man. I thought I thought it was always Mac Jones. Ah, McCorkle. <laughs> wow. All right, man. Uh Anything else that stood out? to you this past week before we get into our waiver ads for our offense
1: uh i mean you know obviously the big injuries um aaron jones the sprained mcl out mm-hmm. for two three weeks if i, I he's there's no way aaron, a.j dillon should be available in your league but if by some crazy chance dillon's floating out there grab him. that's um yeah that's huge huge right there and then as you kind of hit on uh, patterson is out now um don't go looking for Mike Davis. He's not the backup anymore. He hasn't shown any life this year at all in that Mm -mm. Falcon system. Um, Gallman, though, Gallman looked pretty solid. He looks like the direct backup, so that's the guy.
0: I'm going to start calling Wayne Gallman the freaking Frank Gore of the NFL, man. (laughs) I swear, it's like if Wayne Gallman is on the team, you can guarantee that the starting running back is going to go down. Yeah, yeah, same with Devontae (laughs) Booker. Yeah, man, it, and it never fails. And it, Well, ironically, in New York. <laughs> Wayne Gottman is not in New York, but that's when he was usually getting all the love because a start running back would go down and he's like, here I am. And now the same thing's happening in Atlanta. I don't know.
1: Kind of uh, ironic. Mike Davis was kind of the same way and I know he was supposed to be the starter coming into the year.
0: In here. Oh, yeah, we could forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. bro, you ready to get into it? yes sir what do you got for us on these waiver ads my good sir all right so the
1: qbs this week uh i mean this is more of a, a fade of the team that they're going up against than the actual team itself and i'm going to look at like um baker mayfield if he's healthy or if not i'll even stroll case keenum out there against the lions man Ooh,
0: they Keenum. Uh, nice.
1: these, these browns are they just got beat up this week, man. They, they need to come back here and get right. This is their get right game against the Lions in Cleveland this week. And uh I expect them to come out here and make a statement. Mm,
0: I want to say upset right here. Really? I can see an upset happening.
1: Oh, ah. man. I don't know. The Lions got a big one on deck for Thanksgiving against the Bears. Oh, they're
0: going to ah. – Maybe they come into this game and they're like, All right, we're gonna take this and then get whooped by the Bears. The next <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like calling an upset, but I'm gonna go. This is it. This is the Lions' first one of the season, right here this week. All right, yeah, all right, I like that, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, Casey Keenum for the Browns this week at quarterback. Uh, you got any more for us?
1: I might even like Case Keenum more than Mayfield, to be honest with you. I think 100 percent Case Keenum might be better than an 80% Baker Mayfield, but. Mm. Going off that same take, um, Justin Fields, man, he's playing Baltimore this week, but he's got Detroit on deck on Thanksgiving, and uh, you know he's starting to come around. It looks like we're starting to see a little life out of Justin Fields. He's got the rushing ability, as we know, mm-hmm. and uh, Baltimore's bled off some yards to quarterbacks on the ground. And uh, like I said, next week is the big one against the Lions. If you need somebody for next week, he's going to be absolutely like just. He's it's a 20-point locked in against Detroit, in my opinion. Um, He's got 24 points and then 19 points against San Francisco and Pittsburgh his last two games, and he's coming off a bye. So um, I'm hoping, you know, the coach staff got him prepped over the bye, ready to come in here and play some Baltimore and uh, Detroit. They're both nice matchups for the quarterback.
0: Man, Cody, I can't say this enough, man. And I try (laughs) to tell people, Justin Fields, well, you already know, last year I called him baby Peyton manny. But obviously he's a little bit more—he's a lot more athletic <laughs> than Peyton Manning. But I'm. Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. But the stats are starting to line up because Peyton Manning—you remember his first rookie year was atrocious. It was, uh, but awful. yeah. And but at towards the end of his rookie year, when he started figuring things out, it started looking really sexy, and then from there it just took off. And I'm yeah. thinking Justin Fields is starting to find his footing. He's like, oh, this is what the NFL about. Let's go. <laughs> so, we'll see.
1: I right, see it. I'm I'm totally expecting a a Nice long moon
0: ball to Daryl Mooney in the end zone this week. Moonwalking into the end zone. I mean, yeah. we need that creativity back in the NFL. Like, Mooney, you should bust a long run out and then just do the moonwalk into the end zone just because <laughs> it goes with your name, man. Or like, score a touchdown and do the moonwalk. I and mean, then that could be like his thing. Like, he could, you know, like you need your niche. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, any more quarterbacks?
1: Yeah. So, my last one. It's going to be uh, Super Cam.
0: Cam Newton
1: uh, came in. He only played uh, 12% of the snaps this game in his first game back in Carolina. Still put up about 12 points, man. Um, You know, three for four in passing for eight yards and a touchdown and -hmm. still had three rushing attempts for a touchdown as well. Uh, They're going to really enjoy having Cam Newton back for red zone ability and whatnot he's going to be able to really help this team in the red zone and they're already talking like he's going to come out and start week 11 against Mm -hmm. his old coach ron rivera with washington football team um so this should be another a good one man Um, i'm cam newton has always been able to get it done with his legs and like in fantasy so i mean if he's going to be able to come in here and still be able to get touchdowns with his legs like i you know what I'm saying? Would you rather have Tua or Cam Newton? I think Cam can be a viable option here soon.
0: So, were you – did you watch any of that game?
1: Yeah, yeah. I had – well, I was watching mostly, like, Red Zone stuff, but it was, it was coming on.
0: Okay. So, I have two questions for you. The first question is, what made Cam Newton come into the game? Did P.J. Walker get hurt? And the second game is – our second game. second question is, is Chris McCaffrey's injury bad enough where he might miss this week because I read somewhere that he was in the tent and that he might not come back in, but I, it didn't say if he came oh, back in or not.
1: He came, yeah, he came back. Um, okay, but it is,
0: it is very notable that
1: he did come off on the sideline and was getting checked out for a little bit, you know. I mean, for him, he, he hasn't too. had a clean bill of health the last two years. So, uh, Chubba Hubbard, that's a guy who's borderline 50% rostered. Um, if he's out there, that's a guy. You can definitely stash and hope, hold on to. I know they're getting Amir Abdullah worked in and stuff. But if in the case that McCaffrey misses time, we
0: know that Chubb Hubbard's the guy. Or Chuba, I love it. I love it. So, did did you see why Cam came into the game? Was it a injury or was it just they were the job?
1: They were working him in. They're 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 get. They know they want him to start. So mm-hmm. they were just they're getting him familiar with the offense again. He hasn't played for Matt Rule. Um. So, I mean, they're just getting them in the system and getting them going and getting them familiar and getting back on the field, getting reps, you know. And, and when he was out there on the field, it looked like that team had more life to it. Like it, it looked. Hell yeah, he's
0: a leader, baby.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's a natural it leader. Just,
0: it looked like he was the
1: the the right choice to go with, you know, what I'm saying out of between him and P.J. Walker.
0: This is, you know, what's really cool about this situation is that Cam might be back home for like for good if he leads them to the playoffs with the quarterback class being as weak as it is coming into this next draft. And I say that, and I don't watch too much uh, college football, but I haven't been hearing anything really good about the quarterbacks coming out in this draft class. Cam Newton could be their answer next year, you know, going forward for at least another year or two, unless they can find, you know, so any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, that could be an, another potential shakeup with the league, man. Like we just had this past off season, you know, um, if Cam stays there, what do they do with Darnold? He's still only 24 years old. Uh, I mean, he could end up on another team and end up finding life somewhere or tanking another team or something. You never know. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian Football League is sounding real good, man, because I heard they don't have ghosts up there. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, okay. Uh, that's, I love that pick. Obviously, Cam Newton is the ultimate fantasy quarterback next to Lamar Jackson um and uh, a few other quarterbacks but uh any other quarterbacks uh no sir that'll be it for the quarterback or tomorrow man what uh, what position you want to move into next uh we can do the running backs here oh baby let's do it who you got
1: uh so my number one this week's going to be Ramondre stevenson against the falcons yeah i mean we just seen he took the bulk of the work this past week um i seen seen a whole lot of people run into the waiver column last week for brain and bolden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, we, we were the one that we were throwing out Stevenson last week, man. Um, mm-hmm. he's, I thought he was the clear choice in my, in my opinion, uh, the way the guy runs, like I've, I've already got into him, the way the guy runs and the way he can, uh, he might be a, like a three down back, man. Like they might really have something with this kid and, uh, 25, <laughs> you know what i'm saying he had well 24 touches technically he had five targets with four receptions but 24 touches dude like that's come yeah. on now he, how you, that's you you have to keep that into your roster that's right you know what i'm saying that's <laughs> you can't take him off of your lineup
0: please if he's going to get 20 plus touches please doesn't let us get bagged to tricks Please don't let us get back to tricks, cause you know Bill, he'll yeah. switch it up on us in a week' notice. And next thing you know, Brandon yeah. Bolden's going off next week, and we're like, "What?" Oh. yeah. Oh man, I love it. Ramadre Stevenson, great game. Uh, let's follow up with another great game. Um, I actually picked him up in uh in Show Me this past week, and I thought I put him in over Jordan Howard, but I, I maybe I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I had Jordan Howard in, and he was sitting on my bench with those twenty some points. Oh man. I end up getting a win, but I was like, "Man, those extra points could really help." But it yeah,
1: is- I mean, Howard been having; he's been consistent without Sanders in there, and the Eagles' run games has been actually just on a tear. Like what seven, eight hundred yards in the last three games or something? It's just ridiculous on the ground. Yeah, man. All right, next running back, good sir. All uh, right, so sticking with the same game, uh, we already talked about Cordell Patterson and Wayne, the Wayne Gallman situation. So. Wayne Gallman plays new England this week. And, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of options here at the running back and he's the direct backup, man. He he looked like he was the one getting the work when Patterson went down. Um, I'm I'd like him more in the PPR format, like standard. I'm not really getting too I'm not even really getting excited about him in any format, but PPR in general would be like the one where I'm really looking at him just because the Falcons are going to have to play from behind and they like to check it down to their backs.
0: Checking it down, checking it down. And this, is down honestly, in
1: this is honestly probably his – he's got New England and then Detroit week 16. This is probably like the best matchup for him out of,
0: like, <laughs> out of the rest, you know what I'm saying, like Tampa, Carolina, Frisco. Is trade deadline in most leagues this week or the next? Because if it's this week, you want a big Let's game see. from him. Probably this, this him. week. Ooh, dang. So he's either trying to trade him now or just forever hold your peace with him. But, okay. Um. Any more running backs? Sorry. Uh.
1: So another one, injuries here. Um. I think the best guy I've seen out of this Titans backfield is going to be Deontay Foreman, and they got the Texans this week. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna probably want to look at one of these Tennessee backs against the Houston defense, but uh, Peterson just doesn't. He doesn't look like he's still got it to me anymore. Um. Oh. I think Foreman. Like especially when they were in the red zone, they really looking to score, like they were giving the ball to Foreman. That looks like that's where they're comfortable handing the ball to. And um yeah, he he looks the best out of the three backs that they had running running with it. So that's gonna be my third ad of the week.
0: So Deontay Foreman? Yep. Every year, man. He pops up. Every year. I don't get it. Another, another one. another <laughs> one. Another one. Um so, all right, so that's it for your running backs. Uh, Actually, one more.
1: Okay. Uh, I've Got to keep putting this guy in here, man. It's because it's, I don't know, he's getting the work in the passing game. He stays involved, and it's Ty Johnson with the Jets, man. Even in a, a really, really rough game where the quarterback throws no touchdowns and three interceptions, Ty Johnson comes out here and gets eight targets and five receptions and still a little bit of work on the ground. Like, it's no touchdowns. So, he's sorry. getting involved, the running back positions slim um if you need some depth there Ty Johnson would be the guy I would be looking at for like bye weeks and filling in and stuff like that
0: yes sir make sure you guys go out and uh try to Michael Carter might be a good trade candidate for those heading into the playoffs yeah. he's getting a lot of love everywhere. oh and
1: um another one uh I want to keep keep everyone in, you know just and kind of uh remind everybody you know Benjamin's out there and James Conner, he's getting a lot of work right now. He just had a crazy amount of carries. He had a huge amount of carry, more than he's had all year by far with Edmonds Mm -hmm. out this past week. And if he – another guy who hasn't had the cleanest bill of health, and if he goes down, you know, Benjamin becomes – like, honestly, he could be a league winner. Ooh, you think so? You know, I mean, he's going to get so much work in that offense if Conner were to go down. He'd be getting close to 20 touches a week, I think, man. Yeah, you need that going
0: forward. Definitely need that. All right. Any more running backs, here, sir? Uh No, that'll do it. It's really quick. Quick update, everybody. Uh, A running back to be looking at coming back this week. C.E.H. is due to come oh, back yeah. this week. Reports have been really positive about him being able to play this week against the Z Who did they play this week? Where is it Are they on bye? Oh, they might be. Oh, no. They play the Cowboys. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. America's game of the week oh man that's gonna be hot. that should be a fun game please don't let us down on that one yeah it should be a fun game uh cool all right let's move into receivers Marcus. sir
1: all right so this one's ugly man this week um but Jamal Agnew first uh San Francisco 49ers uh he seems to be I think this guy is probably the Jaguars wide receiver one right now um They've been looking to him. He's still like another guy who just stays involved in this offense. They look to him every single week. He gets involved on special teams. Uh, he oh. even gets involved on the ground, man. Three rushes for 79 yards and touchdown this past week. Uh, interesting, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually didn't get um, a reception this week, but he's – I mean, he had been involved, absolutely. Like, this guy, every single week he's been in the game plan. You can tell that the coaching staff trusts him. He came over from Detroit with Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's comfortable with that coach and the offense, like the coordinator in general. Um, his past one, two, three, four, five weeks, it's 11 points, 12 points, 15 points, six, and then 14.
0: This so, past I mean, week, didn't he score in a long 68-yard run? Sorry. I was yeah, yeah. It was, Okay. Um, really long run. I thought it was him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It can't be production, man. Even though how scary it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, but he's
1: involved every single week. And they're getting to make sure that he stays involved. So that's a guy I want on my team. I'm thinking, and then, uh, moving on here, we got TY Hilton versus the Buffalo bills. I said, like I said before, man, it was ugly (laughs) and it was, but it's, it's tight, man. What can I say? Waivers are tight this week. And, um, Michael Pittman can't just keep getting a what you thirty percent target, twenty five percent target share, whatever it is that he's getting right now. It's outrageous. Um, there's just nobody else to throw the ball to here. It seemed like since Hilton's been down, and with him coming back, he's a a veteran, and I would hope Wentz can trust getting the ball to him. So that's
0: another guy I'm looking at. Since you've been gone. Michael Pittman's been eating, man. I love that. He's been yeah. – Michael Pittman's been the best, like – I'll call him a potential receiver. Like, he's a high-end receiver, too. So.
1: Uh, I think that's because of Carson Wentz, honestly. Like, if, if mm-hmm. it was another quarterback there that was really, like, competent, like, I think Mike would be seeing Michael Pittman just tear it up.
0: Yeah. I like – I like – I like T.Y. Uh, I don't like T.Y. I don't know, man. He's, like, one injury away from know, being missing the whole game in the first quarter. That's how he does this, and I'm like, ah, thanks. It's guy.
1: tough with the injuries, man, but
0: <laughs> can't predict. He can be productive. He can. I do agree with that. Uh, any more receivers, good sir? Uh,
1: so one, another guy that's bit me this year, but I'm, I mean, I gotta say, I'm interested after watching this past week, especially with Cam coming back to the offense, and it's Robbie Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's been biting me all year, and I've been like, I don't want anything to do with this guy, but comes back 70% of the snaps. I mean, he's had 80, 90, 70 all year, but 70% of the snaps, and Cam Newton comes back, even if it was for only four passes. Um, Robbie Anderson gets, you know, six targets, four receptions, and a touchdown here. Um, You never know. A new quarterback can always inject a little bit of – Life somewhere else in the offense. And if Cam and Robbie click a little bit here, uh that could that could definitely help some fantasy teams out with
0: the way waivers look. I love it. Um actually that brings up a very great point. I'm glad you brought up Robbie Anderson because I had in my notes that I wanted to ask you, what is DJ Moore's value going forward with Cam Newton at them How Do you see uh uptick or what do we get? Well, it's <sighs> It's um uh, you get well it's,
1: it's it's tricky because is are we talking about DJ Moore from weeks like one through five or DJ more weeks like five through ten? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, weeks one, go- one through weeks one through four, he was scoring fifteen, twenty, twenty, thirty-one points a game. Mm-hmm. Then he goes down to five through ten, it's eight, nine, thirteen, nine, seven, six. A lot so, of that I mean, was with Sam Arnold like, though. A completely different receiver. But, yeah, he also did get a completely different quarterback there after those first four weeks. <laughs> he went so bonkers. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, him and Cam have played together. They have chemistry already. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there, DJ's, what, first two, three seasons. Mm-hmm. So um, he would be probably, I would assume, Cam's most trusted hand outside of McCaffrey. He, I would assume DJ would be, yeah, like Cam's most trusted target. So um, as long as the production's there, like like Cam's actually throwing the ball around and they're not just predicating the offense behind just check downs to McCaffrey and Cam running the ball, then Moore can have some better relevancy here than he has these last five weeks. Nice and guy. I'm not going to say he's going to return to 15, 30 points a game, but he can – I mean, actually, 15 would – be too bad it's 30 points a game it's i can't predict you know what i'm saying yeah 15 though I, he could
0: totally get back to like 15 points a game i agree there and this is the matchup to do it this here week with the washington coming down uh actually yeah they're coming to north carolina so uh this is a game for him to really make a showing for himself so yeah oh yeah. is this Cam's first home game were they at home last week or they were they away
1: uh i think i thought that was in carolina No, they were in Arizona.
0: Ooh. Cam's about to show off. Yeah,
1: so this is uh, Cam's homecoming here against his old coach.
0: DFS, people's DFS. Cam's coming home, baby, and it's against his old coach. Ooh, both of them homecoming.
1: It's a two-way sword, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cam gets his old coach, and he's going to want some revenge. But at the same, like, side, you know what I'm saying, Ron, if there's anybody that knows Cam better than anybody, it's going to be Ron Rivera.
0: Gee, man, you can know Cam all day, but man, it's hard to stop Cam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, that whole division knew Cam at one point, but they still couldn't stop him. So we'll see. All right, uh, any other um, receivers, good sir?
1: Well, I can't put a Browns quarterback out in here without putting a Browns receiver against the Detroit Lions, and it's going to be another homecoming here. Donovan Peoples Jones, man, he went to high school literally 15 minutes down the street oh. from me here, and uh, oh. he's coming here. Played at Michigan. And I expect him to want to – he's going to want to show out here in front of the fam.
0: Are we looking at – um? so are we looking at a for sure no Baker Mayfield this week or is – what's that injury news? Do you have any updates on that?
1: He might play. That's okay.
0: a real possibility. Okay. And if he plays, I do agree. Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm worried about if it's Keenum. And then – because if it's Keenum, I can see uh, Jarvis Landry finally getting something going. But uh, with Mayfield, I do like Peoples-Jones a lot. So. Great call, yeah. bro. Um, okay, anybody else? And great call on um, him coming home, too, man. That's a great stat line. Uh, that's something to know. So, yeah, that's
1: important. Um, so, um, the deeper leagues, we already kind of talked about them a little bit, and that was, yeah, Marcus Johnson against the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans, Titans got to keep their win streak alive here. Uh, I mean, they could just try and pound the ball here with Deontay Foreman and Peterson and their stable backs. And
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> not, but I don't yeah I mean well,
1: I think they're gonna have to try and lean on Tannehill in the passing game a little bit more and I mean you got A.J. Brown but there's who else are you gonna throw the ball to and it's looking like Marcus Johnson looked good last week so we'll see if he can repeat Ooh, worth the stash.
0: Worth the stash I'm looking at uh right now the injury report so Texans already lost an offensive tackle coming in this and Terrence Brooke their safety is going to be out as well so you know attack with the tight ends um Looking at, I wanted to look at something. Okay, so the Titans are giving up 98. They're almost giving up 100 yards on the ground, but the Texans are giving up 136 yards a week on the ground. Oh. How much this
1: team would have kept Johnny Smith?
0: Man, I'm, well, he's not doing anything for the Patriots, so it's like, maybe yeah, they knew something. It's a different better. system. It is. But it's. I feel like it's a better system for Titans. Do You, you, you would not? think, right? You yeah. would think,
1: but they went out <laughs> and spent that money on Henry, too, and now it seems like they're making Henry Moore, that receiving guy, and Johnny more the inline blocking.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree. Any more receivers? Uh,
1: no, that'll do it. We can move into the tight ends here. Now
0: let's do it. Who you got for us?
1: Uh, same. Number one, again, Dan Arnold, man, the yeah. Jaguars. <laughs> I, gotta uh, agree. I mean, he comes in another guy that's just involved in the offense and he doesn't seem to be going anywhere. They've traded assets for the guy um, since he's been here. You know, it's, 14 points, 10 points, 13 points the last three weeks. Um, he's seeing like 70% of the snaps. So 10 targets, seven targets, seven targets in those games. Um, he's, he hasn't had a game with less than five targets in five weeks. So it's, it's looking up for Mr. Dan Arnold here. Looks like he's breaking out at his age 26 season. I bet Jonah Smith's over there
0: pissed off. He's like, man, dang, that could be me. Because man, Yeah,
1: I mean. 6'6", six, six, 220 pounds is definitely a nice uh, option for Lawrence to have. Hey, nothing
0: like, you know, a, a rookie quarterback's favorite weapon is their tight ends in most cases. So it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, next tight end, good sir.
1: Another guy kind of breaking out here,
0: but uh, it's mostly due to an injury, and
1: it's Tyler Conklin, man. Man, yes. Yeah, the Minnesota <laughs> yes. Vikings, yeah. he's uh, He's really just coming on the scene here um 10 points, 10 points, nine, 16 last four weeks. Uh, he's got a 20 point game in week three uh 80 since man I mean one two three, four five six weeks in a row above 75 percent of the snaps. he's got five of those six game above 80 percent of the snaps like he's he's on the field man and, and <laughs> he's getting targets so
0: it's more than you can say for a lot of the tight end position. Yeah, he just came off a huge game. What do you have? Two TDs in that game, correct? Did say. he have two? Yeah, I think he had. A, I know he had a big game, man. I want to say he had two. Yeah, he had two Teddies. Yeah, man. Can't beat that at the tight end position. <sighs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, man. Great call there. Any more tight ends? Uh, yeah, one more. I'd be, well, I had two more, but one other one I'd be looking
1: at this week is Evan Ingram. And, um, you know, this is a game – he's got, he's got the Bucks this week on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. This is a game Tom Brady skirt circles every single year on the calendar. And uh, I, I, I don't see why this one couldn't be a little bit of a shootout. Um, Ingram's got over 10 points three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, 78% of snaps last week, 82% this past week. Uh, so he's, so he's well on the field. Back-to-back touchdowns in those games. Yep. they're going to need him against Tampa Bay. They're, they're going to, have to put up some points and they're going to need to throw the ball. So
0: that's going to be another option here. And if, looking at his snap share as well. I wanted to bring this up for the listeners. Um, the last two weeks when he's been getting those back-to-back touchdowns, his snap shares went up from, he started at week seven with 61% of a snap rate and he went up to 78 in week eight. And then week nine is his highest of the season. He went up to 82 where he got three yeah. targets in a TD. So, I like it. And his schedule, man, looking at his schedule for the rest of the week, it's, it's green beans, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole year, it's just one, two, three, four, five, six
0: out of his seven matchups are just beautiful. Green bean casserole. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Great call. Uh, you said you have one more tight end for us?
1: Yeah, this one, I got to correlate a little bit here. Okay. So, I mean, I'm talking, we were talking Justin Fields up. Let's get some Cole commet in here, man. Uh, Another, uh, you know, rookie who can depend on the younger tight end. This is uh his sophomore, commit sophomore year, but he's got the rookie quarterback in there at the helm. And commit I mean, if you look at this guy's snap share, man, this whole year he is, he doesn't come off the field mm-hmm. and five to five targets at least in the last one, two, three, four games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, over five targets the last three games. <clears throat> uh, his yards per catch they look good all like all the met- metrics look good he just they gotta you know what i'm saying it's coming off the bye week you got baltimore this week that gives up more points i think baltimore gives up like fourth most points in the league to the tight end position man Ooh. yeah so, they do a,
0: and they just uh-oh. lost another safety out. i'm sure too man <laughs> yeah so uh there's another that's another option here we can stream I love it. Just wait till uh, him and Phil to get that connection in the red zone and yeah. get some tutties out of them. Oh, sexy, sexy stuff, man. Great calls all around the board, man. I love it. Um, <laughs> are you ready for defenses or you have any more tight ends? Yeah. Sports? Defense it is. Let's do it. D up.
1: All right. I'll try to get through these a little bit quicker, and it's going to be the Panthers versus the Washington football team. Okay. Um, Cam revenge game. You got 49ers against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. An obvious one here, you know. The you got, um, they'll have Bosa and, um, what's it, Buckner on the one side, just rushing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the Chargers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't, I don't know if Big Ben's coming back this week or not, how long he's going to be on that COVID list or what's going on with that. So if Mason Rudolph were to start, the Chargers defense would be a big one for me. Um, you got, uh, Two of them, I'm going to target the same game, actually. I think this is going to be kind of a defensive battle for my next two defenses, and it's going to be Philly versus New Orleans, and then New Orleans versus Philly. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of like a low-scoring game here this week. and um, With Philadelphia and New Orleans, sorry.
0: Yeah, you're good, man. Yeah, looking at the over-under, it's going to be a a 43-and-a-half. It's looking like it's one of the lower over-unders of the week, actually. Yeah, Uh, let me see. I don't see anything lower. Yeah, yeah, the lose. Eagles like to get it done on the
1: ground. And um, Saints, they, they'll lock you up on the ground, man. And Saints offense hasn't been moving the ball. It's just, I don't know, it's something about this game is just keep screaming to me like defense, defense, defense.
0: Mm, whose defense is going to get the turnovers is what matters. Uh, Saints have been a really good scoring defense, too. So there you go. Going with the Saints. I like the Saints as well. So, all right, cool. And you have more defenses? Uh, that does it, man. Panthers, 49ers, Chargers. Silly, who owns? easy peasy lemon freaking squeezy, my good sir. Um, all right. Yes. So before we put a bow on this beautiful cast, do you have any trade candidates on the top of your mind, like for our listeners heading into the playoffs? Oh. anybody look for? It? Man. Yeah,
1: I caught him off Hit guard, me on man. the blinds. Yeah, caught yeah. me off guard with that one. Um, I mean. Uh, not and really, man. to be honest. Maybe, maybe like, nah, not even, man. I'm not really. Not really, to be honest with you. I'd have to do a little digging on this one come back. I don't want to mess anybody up. Yeah, I don't want to mess nothing up too bad here. Uh, that'd be something I had to – I should have I should have looked into that coming into this week. I didn't think about that uh, trade deadline coming up.
0: Yeah, no diggity, no doubt, man. Somebody I am definitely looking at, man, is some people to get your hands on, guys, while you still can. Once again, Michael Carter – schedules looks pretty good uh he's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of work regardless so you can't beat that kind of production young running back he'll take a thumping and stay pretty healthy and just keep going so uh Michael Carter A.J. Dillon um I don't know A.J. AJ Jones Aaron Jones will be out for the next couple weeks at least oh Uh, go ahead you got somebody uh Miles Sanders would be a good one in my opinion Grab him while you can because he's still on injury reserve. He'll be coming back towards the end of the uh, start of the playoffs as well. I like it. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about schedules, man. I mean, this
1: guy's got week 12. You got the Giants, Jets, then you got the Washington, then you got the Giants again, again, then you got Washington again, then you got Dallas. It's all division games outside of the Jets. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six games left after this week. Five of them are division games against teams that are bad against the run.
0: Good, good call, man. Great. Freaking call. And uh that's pretty much all I got. You got anything else you want to add?
1: Uh no, sir. Good, good casting as always, man. hit him with the old salute.
0: Yes, sir. As always, guys, all my inactive and active troops. If you guys need anything, please continue to reach out to me, even if you need to talk. Take care of yourself. Your mental health is wealth. Um, I am your host, Dub C, and the place to be with my co-host Cody. Trying to make it look too easy when we're getting these dubs for you guys. Other than that, man, peace, love, and pickle juice. And salute. This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check check it out.